Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation, and you take it from there. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. <laughs> Come on, go, Tom. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, are we recording? <laughs> we are recording. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Let's get this party started right here. Good morning, everyone. We were just uh, all singing in harmony. just lost half our audience. To some Black Eyed Peas or something. Uh, so, uh, ooh, Black Eyed Peas sound good. Um, <laughs> this morning, we're going to talk about the long defeat. And um, if you were originally puzzled as we were as what that means, uh, Everett sent, shared a post online from Tolkien. And uh, so I'm just going to read this to kind of start this off a little bit. And it says, uh, quoting Tolkien to begin, says, I am Christian so that I do not expect history to be anything but a long defeat, though it contains and in legend may contain more clearly and movingly some samples or glimpses of final victory. And then it says, it's so important. Actually, I guess you're writing this, Everett. Uh, it's so important for Christians to try and understand this. When we pick up our cross and follow Jesus, we are committing to a final victory, open quote, by way off, close quote, a long defeat. Too often, the temptation is to think that we win by winning, but the gospel says we win by losing. Boom. Gosh, that's good. (laughs) Um, You should become a priest, Everett. You should think about that. You should consider that. So, Everett, what... um, Your quote there in this, uh, I love, you know, Tolkien's quote there, but explain, kind of unpack it a little bit, how you viewed this by way of of a long defeat. What does that mean to you? Everett? (laughs) Did we lose him? (laughs) Oh, no. Everett told us this morning he was in his closet so he could record this episode. Everett! So he didn't wake up his family. A basket of clothes fell on his head. I'm guessing and forever... he woke up his family. Oh, gosh. Can I tell you what I think? Go, it Tom, means, go. And we're totally leaving this in. <laughs> go. Okay. So. Can, okay, there can you hear me now? He's uh, out from under the clothes basket. I, I I don't know for some I just unplugged my mic and for some reason it started working. So oh, okay, I can hear you all. Oh, okay. Um, so the I, I think that the um, the genesis of, of of that came from um, a priest friend of mine um, up in uh, Toronto. So uh, don't don't give me credit for writing that. Mm. Um, he wrote it. Okay. But so <laughs> so so, so you had at the you had at the same time. Uh, roughly the release of 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 two shows you had you had um a a new story from the tolkien world of lord of the rings and at the same time you had a new show of game of thrones and they come out at the same time (coughs) and the thing is is tolkien um served in world war one um he saw the the horrors of war um modor which is 
you know, sort of this hellish place. For him, it was a real place, which is what humankind is willing to do uh, to one another in the name of power and wealth mm. and, you know, and and so in, in, in Tolkien's world, the, the grasping of power is, is what leads um, eventually to, to loss. In the Game of Thrones world, the grasping of power is how you win. Mm, um, right. And, 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 and so, you know, it, it's an interesting counter, you know, or uh, uh, I don't know, how, how, op, how, how power is seen oppositely, if that's a word. Uh, in, in, in those two stories. And I think, and so that was sort of the genesis um, uh, of it. So there's in, man, gosh, that's so, that thinks me about, um, that thinks me about, man, we're awesome this morning with words. What was your, <laughs> what was your word? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, it makes me think about how in our world, we, um, because I have to say Christians, Christians push so hard to win in the political realm and to grasp that power so that we can hand down God's law to everyone in the land. Um, I, feel, I feel like I just unveiled something that was supposed to come later on, <laughs> but that's just immediately that's what came to mind um, yeah. for this. And, uh, but in reality, um, and I think someone, um, I don't know who said this, but Christianity more so kind of, uh, bubbles up from the bottom, if you will. Um, that's the mindset of like, uh, losing, um, or the, I guess the long defeat there. So, okay. I'll formulate better thoughts. Tom hop in here. What, what is your thoughts on what Everett said, or what are your thoughts on long defeat? Well, as a big fan of all things Tolkien, and uh, I, I, re I resonate with the comment because as you read those books or watch those shows, you're just thinking the whole time, can't they just win and then, <laughs> but stay one, you know, like mm. stay, but they don't. It's always as soon as they win, the fight starts over because there's more to do. And that's our life. Boy, it is. I mean, amen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, I grew up, you know, as we've said on this podcast, in the evangelical world. And I thought <laughs> I held off for my baptism, my salvation experience. I knew, I knew I'm going to keep sinning. So I'm going to hold off as long as I can. I was the last holdout in my class at church. I was 14, and I was pretty sure, okay, I, I'm done with sinning now. And, and I remember on a Wednesday night committing to that, and I just remember thinking, I wonder how I feel. I wonder, like, what this will be like, how the, you know. And I felt the same after as I did before. <laughs> and it wasn't but a day, and I sinned again. And I was clearly the same person. Jeez, I, remember talking, I know. I remember talking to my youth minister. I thought I was supposed to feel different. And he said, you know, it takes time. But um, there's that 
if you talk to folks at our church who grew up in that world too, some of them will say, I've, I've responded to the invitation 27 times. I've been baptized 14 times. And we do their, uh, you know, when they get confirmed, they have trouble telling me which baptism counted. And mm. uh, I say, just put the first one. <laughs> but um, the point is, Paul said that our Christian life is a marathon, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right here is where we should insert the parable of the race by Tony Campalo. Maybe we could put that in the show notes, which it would be so good to read in a sermon if anyone has it, if you preach. But uh, the idea is it just takes a while. And if it's true in our life, it's true in the world. It's true in politics. It's true in just whatever is good, whatever is worth fighting for, whatever is worth trying to change people's minds about. It's a constant three steps forward, two steps back, sometimes five steps back. That's just the way it goes. Mm. Yeah. It reminds me of the first would be last um, kind of mentality too. Um <clears throat> And I think about that. Um, oh, I had something else. I don't know if I wrote it down. <laughs> um, and apparently I'm pronouncing Tolkien wrong. Tolkien. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys match. We're from I'll, Oklahoma. We can pronounce it any way we want. I'll match you guys. Um, it just thinks about, I think about this. I think about epiphanies that I've had throughout my journey. And just whatever it is, and I, I'm not even going to pull one out right now. I wish I could. I never can do that on the spot, but <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, you know, I would get to something at a level of knowledge of, of whatever it is in theology. And I'd think, this is it. This is the mountaintop. This is the one I can rest on knowing this about, insert here, Christianity, Jesus, whatever it is, God. And I'm just going to, this is it. I'm done. Kind of like you mentioned with your baptism. Um, oh, I'm done. This is, I, you know, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and here it is. And then, you know, a week later, it's like, eh. <laughs> nah, there's plenty more juice out there, things to learn and stuff like that. And that long defeat is exhausting. Yeah. And it's, it's just something that you want to... <clears throat> I think about um, I think about a buddy of mine, Paul Schmidt. He works at Thursday Night Light. He works at the Merchant Downtown Tulsa, and he is forever in the lives and loving people um, who are food insecure um, or maybe live on the streets, whatever it is. And he is just every day, every day, every day. Um, it, last week he told me he got a gun stuck in his face, but he is loving these people to watch at them. Thursday Night Light. No, no, just in somewhere else. Um, not Thursday Night Light. Nope. <laughs> nope. Very safe. Good place. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I think about that, you know, Justin. I, I, sure. I, I heard someone talk about this recently, and they were talking about development work, right, when you're trying to, to deal with human development. And, mm. and, and part of some human development work is I'm going to give you a sandwich. I'm going to give you something you know, right. to drink. That's, that's that immediate nourishment, you know, and then there is the development work that is like the constant being there, 
Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is that 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 they're both needed. They both they take different sort of passions and skill sets, and they both need each other hmm. because, um, you know. And, and so th- so this is my thing about this long defeat. I mean, this is where like like Paul's image of the body that we all have a different place to play comes in because I can't do it all. Um, hmm. you know, right. And, and, and the thing that makes it possible is when we one realize that there's other people who are in this fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, Thursday night light is a, uh, ministry where they give a meal to, um, typically the food insecure, those who sleep outside, uh, every Thursday night. And so, uh, Everett's church participates in it and, and we do occasionally not as much as Everett's church, but, uh, and so, uh, excuse me, but, and Paul dedicates his life to getting people help, um, you know, and warm meals, uh, social security cards, housing benefits, all these different things. And he does this time and time again to watch someone turn back to, addiction or just you know uh self-harm uh what am i trying to say Uh, gosh words um you know to turn back to something that isn't healthy let's just say that um and that's that's a long defeat it really is to sit and to go in and day in and day out and for him to sustain like that i mean it's just it's amazing and he's been doing it for years and years and years and so that's a that's an example that came up for me as well I would think this topic would be important for people like your friend Paul hmm. or the people here in Shawnee and our parish who do so much with <clears throat> right. the, the, the homeless because you have to take the long view. You, you're working for a year. You're working for years, not for days. You know, this, hmm. their problems... You can't help them. And sometimes all you can do is give them a sandwich, but um, that counts too. I mean, mm-hmm. that's important. But it's also would resonate for all of us, as I already said, who grew up in denominations that, and re- this is becoming increasingly common, it's all about the emotional high of worship. Mm-hmm. We, we confuse... Um, emotion with the holy spirit or or hmm. feeling fired up with the holy spirit and so then we think <clears throat> it's like we i see this pattern you go to church long enough get to get that high and then you'll take a week or two or a month or six months off and then your life kind of starts to go down then you go back to get that high again and it's like you're constantly being reminded that that quick victory, that quick um, on-fired feeling isn't enough. But, but liturgy is tough because liturgy is taking the long view. It's saying this is a lifetime of formation. This is not the emotional high, although there can be those moments. It's not, it's this, not entertainment. Yeah, it, it's. It's 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 assuming people will understand this is a long process of formation that takes community that takes 
um, a little discipline, and that's hard. That is, that's hard for it. It's true for us as much as it is for the evangelical world. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm. We need to understand that the that we're. We need to understand that this is not about instant gratification. That's you know what that's the word I was thinking of too because in in this world what is there plenty of, and so if you are uh, which I think Tom you referred to practicing <clears throat> uh, this and understanding this, um, I mean what do we practice daily? Instant gratification. <laughs> Yeah. And so we are so, uh, and this is not a rant about social media. <laughs> uh, it is anything um, that we can just go to and we can watch all of Cobra Kai all at once, right, Everett? Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, it's so good. Um, and so the, it is just right there. And so most of our practice comes in that, it seems. And so... Well, and I- Go, go. And I don't know if you all have seen have, have seen this, but you'll you'll you know even you know I mean we don't practice sort of the I mean I don't think that we practice sort of the entertainment you, you know come experience right I mean that's just you know right we don't have light shows and, and whatnot but um what yeah. what happens I've seen is is people come in and they're excited they're like oh my gosh there's I mean, there's a place where I'm not going to be judged, mm. you know, I, I, I'm just like, like the, the, the tradition, or, you know, or the space or, or, or whatever. And, and they're so passionate. And then all of a sudden you, 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 you don't see them as much or you just stop seeing them all together and you talk to them and they're like, Oh, I know I need to get back into church, you know, but, and, 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 and the issue is, um, you know, the thing that initially attracted them, which is that, that you know, typically in the Episcopal Church, you're going to find this like multi-sensory, non-judgmental, grace-filled, like counter-Christian culture type space that people love and get excited about. But the thing is that that's not going to last forever. Mm. Uh, and this is where things like you know, like, like, like the popularity of like CrossFit and SoulCycle. You know, David Zoll talks about this a lot in his book, Religiosity. This is how. Oh, man, you're about to tread on some. You're about to get in trouble over it. Not <laughs> me, but go ahead. You know, go but, ahead. But, but, but if I go to, you know, if I go to CrossFit and I'm going all the time, I'm going to be able to see changes, right? Right. Like I'm, I'm losing weight and gaining strength and looking better and feeling better. Like, like I can, I can measure that. How do you measure the kingdom of God? Hmm. It's like a mustard seed. It's like, it's like a, a, um, a harvest that grows sometimes in the wrong place. And I think it's hard for us and Tom, keep your thought there, but I think it's hard for us too, as people in ministry to also not try and measure the work of God. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we, um, you know, we, we, and this has been something I've been talking with people about a lot is like, you know, we create space. Uh, I, I guess the youth ministry creates space um, for, for, you know, God to work in, whether it be through a service project or, you know, a human foosball <laughs> arena, whatever it is, um, and to build relationship and so on. 
And so then when no one shows up, it's like, oh, you know, I'll immediately judge myself uh, or something along those lines. But in reality, it's like, I don't know the mind of God and what God is doing within this. And so uh, just to kind of play, not playing devil's advocate, but just looking at a different point of view is like, um, I mean, while I want everyone there every week, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's important just as much as you show up to see, um, you know, you practice that uh, uh, instant gratification. <laughs> I mean, in, in reality, it seems like it would just be the same if you were going to participate in the kingdom of heaven. Then it is a place to where I think that is done in community. Um, and it is something that is practiced. And so, uh, but yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, Tom, what were you going to, what were you jumping on Everett for? Oh, I wasn't. Oh, oh. I was just resonating with what he was saying because, um, you know, I've had conversations with people, not recently, it's been four or five years ago, but they uh, quit church because, you know, they found what they needed. They told me in CrossFit. What? They saw, yeah, they saw that, um, that change that they needed in their life. From lifting weights. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. And and it's, you know, it's hard to see spiritual change taking place. Mm -hmm. It's hard to understand how doing evening prayer every night at four helps me grow. But that was it. Yeah, and and I think, and, and I think even... You know, I think one of the places where we get burned out the most is, um, you know, kind of going back to Thursday Night Light is sort of the the the, the justice issues, mm. right? That that one of the big things is is that the kingdom of God offers an alternative reality, an alternative politic, and um, it, you, you know it. it you know, the, the, the oft quoted, you know, statement that the, you know, um, you know, arc of history, you know, is bent towards justice, but gosh, it takes a long time to get there. (laughs) Uh, And this is where, and frankly, um, he saw Macaulay's book reading while black, a fantastic book. Y'all should, everyone should go read it. What's the name of it again? Reading Uh, while black. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yep. And and he and 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 one of the things he talks about is one of the gifts of the black church has been this reality of, um, you, you know, I mean, you think about about the spirituals, and and a lot of them have to do with patience, right? They they have to do with, um, you, you, you know that that we're going to stay committed and dedicated to this, even though it's going to take a long time. I um, I'm making a note about and that's, that, and that's a part, and that's a part of of, of white spirituality we don't always appreciate. Right, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a that might be part of episode two <laughs> if we do that. Um, you said that's a part of white spirituality. We don't. Always it's appreciate? not a part of white, like oh, white spirituality. Right. Sort of like demands the now and 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 you know particularly kind of like black southern you know Christianity is that you know they 
they've had a very different narrative mm. and and you know and and so there is a tr- there's a abiding trust um that is in the, the 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 music and the story and the narratives the preaching that is really powerful but it comes from their experience right mm-hmm. right right from my experience i don't want to so i don't want to i don't, don't want to glamorize it because it came as a result of you know being mistreated and beaten and you know persecuted uh, by by you know white christians and so it's not it's not glamorous and by any, by any you know stretch hmm there's um man i feel like we could just keep diving into that part of it because there is i mean people would use bib by the bible bible the Bible to justify what what they uh, did to the black community, you know, and and uh, well, um, something that I think about, and I think this is a burnout piece, is that long defeat of not seeing change in the world, you know, um, and it's a perspective where you have to look for it. Um, to you, you can't you know wake up and choose to not seek out joy, um, to not seek out or see uh, those kind of things. Because otherwise, if you just turn the news on, all you're going to see is bad things. Right? the The world will appear to be getting worse. Um, but in my own life, working towards you know feeding the hungry or whatever, you know, uh, whatever I was working towards, I always thought there was a win coming. And there may be small ones, you know, going to Thursday Night Light, you go home, you, um, you know, I hate talking about wins, but it's just an easy description. You know, you you feel good, it's like you have nourished, and especially if you crossed the, uh, you know, the hard line of getting to know someone down there. Um, as you kind of refer to uh, Everett, but in reality, it's uh, sorry, I don't even know if that's the right word, but in biblically, we're not going to bring about the kingdom of heaven here on earth where all things are made right. That is done through the hope of Jesus Christ returning and doing that. Correct? That's a question. Sorry. <laughs> Isn't that no, what I, we believe? I, yeah. Right. Um, and so, and that's a hard one. That's a hard one when you, you know, put on, when you put it, wake up, you know, and you do like Paul Schmidt, you get ready and you go downtown every single day. And sometimes it's a win and sometimes it's a defeat, but you're in the grind and you're in it. And sometimes it's really hard to see and accept this long defeat. But I mean, that's what we're called to do. Correct. Right. Yeah. And who the hell wants to do that? <laughs> well, <laughs> over you know, and over, you know, Justin, you do, and I'm, I'm going to stop talking. So Tom can jump in, but I mean, Justin, you do, you want to know. And you know, the, the, the average tenure of a youth minister is 18 months. Um, and, and, and I think part of it at least is, is because, 
of sort of the 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 unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have this kid who's who's so active, um, such a part of the group, and then suddenly, you know, he's in you know high school sports, and the coach is like, "No, you got to be at practice. You can't. You, right. you can't do that." Right. And so this kid that, that that you've spent so much time with suddenly just leaves mm-hmm. and and you don't you don't you don't see him and and then you know the next thing you see him is a graduation sunday <laughs> and you're like you know he used to be one of the most dedicated people right you know yep <laughs> yeah and that's part of it right tom jump in here we've been talking a lot i got nothing guys <laughs> i would have I would have interrupted if I would have had something genius to say. <laughs> um, I think it's, I, I, I like the idea of, um, I like our ideas and, and comments on the instant gratification. Um, I don't know. I had some little funny ditty, at least in my head a minute ago. Um, because if it ain't about hell, then it doesn't sell. <laughs> Yeah, and if you'll see what two or three episodes earlier, you know, if hell is it real, then the church isn't, you know, and that's something that coming out of out of, um, you know, churches that, you know, it's turn or burn, you got something there, but yeah, I don't. That's not the way that I understood Jesus's uh, ministry here on earth. That wasn't the point. There were. There were, uh, was, were, <laughs> um, glimpses as he, um, told us of like, look, you can, you can suffer, you can burn. It can feel like hell if you choose X, whatever it is. Right. But there wasn't, you know, you need to do this or you're going to eternally go to blah, 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 blah. Um, and so, um, and I know we've kind of dabbled in those a little bit, but that's my perception and my understanding of it. And so if there isn't that, um, you know, always that threat then we can get um gosh i want to use the word uh i'm just gonna say lazy we can get lazy i want to say lackadaisical i don't know if that's the word or not um well you know um one, one of the things that i when when you're saying this you know justin that comes to mind is is sort of the 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 flip side of it right so so there's the the, the critique of the uh, of the you know sort of conservative evangelical Christianity. Uh, but there's also, I think, here a criticism of sort of liberal Protestant, mm-hmm. which is a greater temptation for Episcopalians. Um, and, um, and, and, and in that, um, we think that it's our job to bring the kingdom of God. Yes, right, 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 right. And, right. and, and, and if I, you know, and, and if we don't make Every single thing, the most important thing, my God, you know, where we have failed as, as, as Christians. Right. Um, and y- y- you know, I mean, there's, you know, there's this kind of off you know, quoted thing that, because at one point it was like, well, if your pastor doesn't talk about right. this on Sunday, walk right. out. Right. And then it became like the source of, of, of joke, but there's this, there's this sense within liberal Protestantism of, you know, my God, if we're if, if if we don't solve this and somehow we have failed and and so th- there's an equal sort of temptation that's there. 
Uh, let's 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 move into the next episode. We're out of time here, uh, but I want to think about. I want I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the the temptation. I'm glad you said that. Um, it's because the temptation of liberal uh, Protestants, as you said, is like um, for me, and I've kind of talked about that where you can go out and do things and you think you are going to bring about the kingdom. And then um, and you're like, oh yeah, we got to work, 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 work. But then that's where you find that long defeat in that is when it doesn't happen, right? So there, that yeah. gets tanked. The other side of this too is from our perspective, um, I could sit at home, I don't know, this sounds like an, I, I, I want to say this and it's kind of joking, kind of not. I could sit at home with a bucket of fried chicken and binge watch shows every night and just be there on the couch until I die. And that's a privilege. God has come near. That's what the kingdom of God has come near in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a privilege that I could possibly have. I'm just saying that as kind of a fact because we could step completely out of this world and put up our moat in our little kingdom in our home and not have to do anything. And that's not the answer either. Um, so kind of twirling around. I mean, isn't, isn't that, I mean, that was Amos's critique that we, I don't know if you're, if you're on track too. I mean, that was Amos's critique is, is, you know, you all sit there and, and douse yourself and, Hmm. um, too much wine and, um, you know, filling yourself with, with entertainment and self care and all the while all these things are happening you Mm. don't care you're just caring about yourself nice there we go there's our segue okay all right good stuff tom i hope you enjoyed everett and i talking (laughs) i did (laughs) all right thank you everyone for listening and uh, we'll get a part two in here soon may the peace of the lord be always with you thanks for joining us today you can find us on twitter and facebook at at fun drain pot We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot.